Shulchan Aracharav, we are in Simon Reish Memtes. We begin Halacha Zayin, section 249. We begin the seventh Halacha. We learned in Halacha Vav, in the sixth Halacha, that a Sudas Mitzvah, a feast that is associated with the Mitzvah, that is intrinsically connected with Friday, Erev Shabbos. For example, it's for a bris milah, a feast connected with a circumcision, or a sudas edusim, the consecration of a woman, v'nisuin, and a marriage. These feasts are allowed to be held on Friday, even if, if as a result, as a consequence of eating this, celebra- this, this feast of a mitzvah, a person will not be able to, uh, to partake of the Friday night meal. They'll be too full from the meal that they ate on Friday. That's okay. And they should eat three the three Shabbos meals that are required during Shabbos day. In other words, ordinarily we eat one of those three, fri- uh, those, one of those three Shabbos meals on Friday night and the others in the daytime. But in this case, the person should have the three uh, required Shabbos meals during the day of Shabbos. Umikalmak, and nevertheless, says the al as an initial preference, it is a mitzvah to begin the feast on Friday before the 10th hour of the day. In other words, to begin before three quarters of the time from sunrise to sunset has passed. So before 3 p.m. on a day in which the sun rises, let's say at 6 a.m. and sets at 6 p.m. And thus an hour consists of exactly 60 minutes on days when these uh, when there are more or less than 12 hours of daylight, the hours should be calculated accordingly. Thus, the length of a seasonal hour, a shah's manis, is sometimes more and sometimes less uh, than 60 minutes. Why, why should a person begin the meal before the 10th hour of the day? Because from the 10th hour of the day onward, it is a mitzvah to refrain from partaking of a meal that is not a mitzvah. Even a small meal that one is accustomed to eating on a weekday, as will be explained later in, in, in the ninth halach. As such, with regard to a sudas mitzvah, a feast associated with a mitzvah as well, since it is possible to begin before the tenth hour, one should do so as an initial preference. It's desirable that only an exact quorum, a minion of ten, partake of the feast in addition to those who share a direct connection to the feast. For example, the close relatives. And from the Kuntus Aachen, it appears that this refers to any relatives whose relation is close enough that they would be disqualified as aid them as witnesses. For example, parents, siblings, uncles and aunts, nieces and nephews. Um, and then... We also have the groom's close friends at a marriage celebration and the close relatives and the honored parties at a circumcision. In other words, the male and the sandik. So there should only be, in addition to those individuals, there should be only uh, be uh, 10 people. Now in his Kuntus Achrin, Al-Terebbe brings a story told over by Rabbi Shayo Horowitz, the author of the Shalah. His teacher was once honored to serve as the sandik at a bris that was held on Friday. He did not partake of the meal because there was a minion without him. Rabbi Shayo suggested to his teacher that he should participate in the meal because as a sandik he was considered one of the honored parties of the celebration. In his reply, Rabbi Shayo's teacher compared the situation to a bris held during the nine days of Av 
when only an exact quorum and a minion should partake of, of meat. Even though Rabbi Shayoz ultimately, he ultimately accepted his teacher's reply, the Magan Avram explains that a Sandik should partake of such a meal, even where there is a minion without him, because the day is considered as a personal festival for him. This concludes Allah Chazayim. Allah Chazayim 8. When a feast associated with the redemption of a firstborn son is, is held at the appropriate time, meaning the 31st day after the infant's birth, it is governed by the same laws applying to a feast associated with a bris, a circumcision. And uh, the close relatives in the Koyin performing the ceremony, who is actually compared to the Moyal, may also partake of the feast. Okay, And this meal may be held on Friday. However, let's say, due to factors beyond his control, one did not redeem his son on, on the 31st day after his birth, he should not redeem him on a Friday and hold a celebratory feast on that day. And needless to say, this law also applies if one willfully delayed his son's redemption. Why? Since the mitzvah was postponed and not performed at its appropriate time, it should be postponed and not held on Friday as well, out of respect for Shabbos. Accordingly, the father should redeem his son without a celebratory feast. We will share more on this subject, Mitzvah Shem, in the following shir and complete this teaching.